Welcome to Awakened Path Radio, helping to spread love and light for the highest and greatest good. I'm your host, Reverend Candace Nadine Green, Independent Spiritualist Minister and Healing Minister. For more information, including show updates, courses, workshops, events, resources, and more, visit my website at awakenedpathonline.com. Again, that's awakenedpathonline.com. Now, on to today's show. Today I have with me Reverend Kathy Majeros, who is a psychic medium. She also performs weddings, funerals, baptisms, baby blessings, and wickenings. She is a certified herbalist also. Reverend Kathy offers compassionate and alternative forms of healing and spiritual growth. And we're going to learn a whole lot more about Kathy tonight. Welcome to the show, Kathy. Thank you. It's nice to be here. Now, just let us know, some people don't know, you also have a title, Psychic Medium. And for those unfamiliar with the term, could you just um, explain to us what a psychic medium actually is? Right. So it's kind of like a two-part answer to that. Um, the medium part is, you know, someone that we can connect with spirit, whether it be loved ones or angels, spirit guides, uh, any kind of spirit. Um, now, the psychic part is someone who can see the, um, the future and sometimes the past. I can actually do both. So I can actually see, you know, different time frames and actually talk to a loved one all at the same time. Wow. It's a little bit of both. Hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's actually quite interesting, though, because sometimes, you know, I can see a lot of times I tell people that, like, if I'm telling them something that's going on right now, mm -hmm. it doesn't make sense to them. You know, I tell them, it's like, okay, just keep in mind, though, too, though, it might happen next like, week or two, because um, sometimes, you know, time looks a little bit different with spirit than it does here. So a lot of times it does, it does end up happening within, you know, the next week or two for that happens, and uh, I can get, like, so many different kinds of people coming in for someone, you know, sometimes friends, sometimes, you know, a parent or a sister or, you know, just even a cousin sometimes. Right. So you can actually do psychic you know you the psychic abilities and the mediumship abilities during a session like if someone's coming to you, for instance for mediumship um would the psychic part also be included in that session or is it optional um it's sometimes it's optional um a lot of times so people want a little bit of a little bit of both mm -hmm. um but if they're just looking for like the mediumship but yet i see something that you know that's going to be coming in I mean, I usually just bring that in, though, so they can at least be aware of it. It's usually like something good coming in. Wow. It's always great to tell people that. Yeah. So it's, it's usually one or the other, but sometimes both. Right. Now, yeah. tell us about your journey to um, being known for the gifts that you have and for using your gifts to help other people. Um, I'll stop. I, I always like asking, uh, being asked that question because it's not like any and no simple answer. Mm. With me, I, I've always felt like some kind of interest, some kind of like a pull 
to, you know, whether it be card readings or, you know, talking to a medium. Um, and then, you know, one day I was, uh, I, I was talking to a friend of mine and they were invited by their aunt though to go to a psychic fair mm. and they asked me to come along. So I'm like, oh, you know, I've never been to one though, you know, it was fun and a little interesting. So I'm like, oh, you know, I can, you know, I'll go with her. And then, you know, I ended up getting a medium reading and a card reading. And, um, you know, I, I value both readings just as well because, you know, everyone has something to offer that can actually help somebody. Yeah. And um, the card reading was kind of wrong to me a little bit more, though, because I had an oracle card reading. Yeah. And I never really heard of one for it. I mean, I'm used to the tower. As most people have heard of the tower because it's been around for, you know, quite a, you know, I, I want to say at least 100 years now. So everyone's familiar with that. Um, so when I had the card reading, though, she told me about some classes to, uh, to connect with spirit, to connect with the angels, um, to actually just, I mean, learn more about the spirit side. So I took those classes, though, and then eventually I was going to, um, a spiritualist church. Um, I'm no longer a member of, um, just because I'm just busy, though, too, too busy to attend, unfortunately. Um. So that's how I started, though. Then eventually, you know, started doing card readings and then, you know, got into Reiki. And then, you know, then I started doing the mediumship. So the mediumship part has actually been kind of like two or three years now, though. I've been doing psychic work with cards though, for, you know, about 10 years now. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's actually been quite the journey for me, to say the very least. Um, but always definitely a very good one, you know, because there's always something to learn. Um, you know, especially different perceptions, though, and, um, you know, along the way, though, I started doing house blessings as, as well, too, and no two house blessings are the same, um, you know, because, like, you know, everyone thinks it's something spiritual, it's not always something spiritual, sometimes it's on the physical level, whether it's the radio not working right, or, um, you know, something's going on with them that they need to see, you know, med or take medicine for, which we're not going to get into that. But most of the time, though, you know, it is because, you know, they, they bring the fear in and because it's been like an earthbound spirit that just got stuck, uh -huh. um, you know, or, you know, they got attachments to themselves into the house or one or the other. Um, so I do a little bit of that. And then, you know, just there's always the loved ones that want to come through no matter what I'm doing. Um, sometimes even when I'm just home alone cooking you know, for supper, it's like, okay, Guys, just just for a few minutes. <laughs> Sometimes I have to ask them, okay, let me know who they then bring it to bring to me the who the, who you're here for, yeah. so I can actually give them the message that you know they've been needing to give them. Yeah. Um, so it's always nice though because you know they all come from a place of love. You know they always want you know they cut in and just remind us of the love that you know heaven gives us and that they give us though in all these you know um, uh, you know all these wonderful beings though that's in spirit now you know they give us so it's just it's you know no two readings are the same no no two sessions are the same so i always look forward just to the experience of giving the message now um when people contact you what are they generally looking for you know what is your um most i guess frequent type of client Who's usually who contacts you? What are they asking for? Um, well, it's 
It's kind of an equal between the card readings and the medium readings. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times when someone comes for medium, it's because they're, you know, someone recently had passed with the last month or two, though, and they're looking to connect with them. And basically, if I know answers, um, as we know, sometimes, though, you know, people pass away not under the best circumstances. Um, so they're looking for answers, they're looking for some kind of closure. Uh, for the card readings, the people are usually looking for answers or some kind of guidance as to where to go or what to turn to or, you know, what might be the best options though for them to consider and what path to go in. Um, a lot of times the people forget that it's still our own free will, though that's the deciding factor. Hmm. So we can't always go by, okay, just, you know, somebody told me, our reader told me to do this, so, so that's what I got to do. It's something to strongly consider, but if you don't feel comfortable, don't do that but it's also something a lot of times though you know especially the better readers the more experienced ones um you know they usually have some good advice or some just some really good suggestions especially if it's coming from spirit mm. um because like a lot of times they have the two decision two uh between two things they have to consider or decide between and um you know the good readers like always go we go with what you feel is best but this is what looks looks good and what looks best most beneficial for you um so a lot of times it's closure you know um looking for answers to questions so um just looking for that connection again you know that you know they're still around right now i know we didn't discuss it but you ha have you ever encountered during these uh let's say a client contacts you have you ever encountered someone wanting to get rid of an unevolved malevolent spirit you know like um, I don't know, or you know what they see in the movies things like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> it doesn't always look like the movies though you know but <laughs> now things that's how people come to us um sometimes they do not too often yeah. not as often as i would expect honestly though which is kind of good i guess yeah. um it's usually like an attachment to them Mm. or, um, you know, something going on in the house, right. which, I mean, I do offer this part of these house lessons to get one of the, remove the spirits, have them go back to where they came from. Right. Um, so I, I do remove the attachments from them, though. So if it ends up, like, if it starts up like a medium reading, and that's what they end up needing, though, that's, you know, that's what I will do during a session. Mm -hmm. um, you know, because I, I'm, no matter what, though, I will always give the help that is needed. Um, not necessarily always what they want, but definitely what they needed. Um, so I, I do get rid of I do get rid of the attachment, though you know have the attachment go on its way back to spirit, um, you know to the love of the love and light of spirit, so they can do what they need to do involved the way they need. Right. Um, so I, I definitely help people with that, though it it just doesn't happen often as I would expect, but it definitely does happen and does come up. And a lot of times when that happens, though, it, it, it doesn't feel a lot better, like a lot lighter, a lot. Yeah. You know, just, yes. <laughs> right. I, mean, I know a number of people who claim that, they, who to say that there are spirits in their houses and some are from previous owners or someone who died in the house and they're just okay with it. Um, some people, they just don't try to get rid of the spirit. They just leave them, leave them, leave them there, which I kind of think I, I think I'd want them to go. <laughs> I know, I agree with you on that one though, but I, I've come across that though too, that where people are just okay with the spirit, so and, yeah. and stuff just moving. 
Um, I know. I know some, you, I guess. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Sorry. That's okay. I happen to know somebody that um, he knows his house is haunted, haunted, but it's not. It's not so much of the the lower energy, right? The the evil spirit so much. It's more like the earthbound spirits mm. that you know the ones that are stuck, and sometimes though you know they just get they were t they were told by another um person that went to the house that um that some there's this one entity that comes there's the one lady that comes to the house in spirit all the time though and when she comes there she creates a portal so there's spirits are coming in and out of the house all the time oh right <laughs> and sometimes the pictures fall though things they just like move and like and he's totally okay with that he, he he knows what it is and he understands what it is and he's okay with that yeah. to me i find that unusual yeah but, you know we have that choice so if, he, if you're okay with that or not <laughs> Can the, the portal can actually be closed, correct? Have you closed portals um, in your experience? Have you had Yeah, I've had to do that only once so far. Mm -hmm. um, luckily, though, you know, that hasn't happened too often, though, but I have been able to do that, though. And it usually, it, I believe it took about, I think it almost took five minutes, though, to get to close that portal because that portal was there for a while. Yeah. Um, and the spirit activity, though, has definitely lessened. Mm -hmm. um, not all the spirits that were in the house, though, came from that portal, so had to um, send them on their way as well, too. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah, that that was an interesting experience for me. Now, another question that someone might ask is, I mean, when you go in there, you have to when you go in to do a house clearing or send spirits back where they belong, help them cross over, you have to protect yourself, correct? Right. What, oh yes, yes. What are some yes. of your methods of protection? Um, one way I do is very, very easy. I, I usually tell these to kids because it's so easy to do. Mm. Um, the adults though, you know, that's one way too. But um, I envision that white, the white ball of light coming from my heart, and I make it so big though that it, it envelops my entire body and pass me into my aura and pass my aura. Mm. Because the attachments in the in the lower energies don't don't like light, right? So that's a lot of times that's what I do though. You know, make sure that keeps like so bright and so big that it it goes past my aura. Mm -hmm. um, other times though, I've had to have called my angels to come in and keep me protected. So there's no now I don't take anything home with me. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think you want though when you're helping somebody else to take something home with you though when you're trying to get rid of them from that house. Right. So those are two things that I do. Um, I love, sometimes even when they try to be sneaky, though, I, I send them on their way, though, from me, though, when they try to attach themselves to me. Like, no, you're not allowed. Ah, mm -hmm. So that's the thing, though, too. A lot of times though, we forget, though, that we still have that power of saying, no, you cannot. Right. Now, how, how do you know that? How, does, how would the average Joe or Jane know that a spirit, an entity, has attached themselves to them, would they get a sign, or would they feel different when they go to their own homes? Um, I know spirits can attach themselves; entities can attach themselves. But um, how does like someone who does who has no experience, and they go to someone's house, and some entity attaches themselves to them, and they go to their house? How do they know that that person? How would they know? 
well, most of the time, it the person is still like very lethargic, very dragged down. No, they get tend to get really moody. Um, a lot of times, they get like sad or depressed or angry a lot. Um, they don't seem themselves. Um, it's just very low energy. Um, and I've noticed there too. Sometimes people can feel like they're being crowded, even though there's no one around them in a physical level. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen that less likely, but sometimes you know people start to become aware. They tend to feel like they're they're just crowded, even though there's no one else there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely the the heavy emotions, though you know the sadness, the depression, mm-hmm. um, very quick the anger, um, and sometimes too though too that if you keep feeling like you have to look over your shoulder though and there's no one there, uh-huh. you know, sometimes though they attach themselves to the back of us, wow. so because they want to be sneaky. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah so <laughs> yeah <laughs> whenever they can <laughs> wow that you know and 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 some people and i know a lot of people who have those range of emotions and they say oh i don't feel myself today and um they don't know why and it could be that could i mean we just dismiss it in society because society says we're crazy um for thinking that way but in actuality it could be i mean entities are everywhere you just can't see them with our eyes and it can be very easy for um some an entity to attach themselves for us and and i know we've just had halloween you know and this is it was supposed to be the time when the veil is the thinnest so i mean that's could leave a lot of people open as well Mm -hmm. so um, yeah now I mean, it's amazing that you do these house clearings. I am so intrigued by that. I did a few, not as many as you have. Um, What role do you see psychic mediums, such as yourself, playing in helping to heal those who are grieving, you know, lost a loved one? Uh, Yeah, um, it definitely helps with the grieving part, though, because, you know, a lot of times they just want to know that they're okay, that, you know, whoever's crossed back into spirit. Um, when the body dies and we go back, because uh, we were there first before we came down here, so before we were born. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times it's just, just to connect, see that last goodbye, though, to to get the answers or to know that, you know, they're okay. You know, the person that, you know, they, they're just lost or loved or having a hard time down and go. Um, definitely would be able to help them with the why. Um, that's that. That's the biggest thing that I find out, you know. And the guidance and the direction, like, oh, okay, they're okay though. They're with me a lot though. This is, you know, this is the why. These are the friends that they let me know that they're with me. Mm-hmm. It's it just to definitely help find them, find the peace, mm-hmm. so they can move forward with their lives. Closure, right? Yeah. Right. I I was listening to. Um, this radio show is called We Don't Die Radio. And um, they had a psychic, well, I, I don't know if she was a psychic medium. I think I know she was a medium. And she was channeling um, uh, a young man who had committed suicide. And uh, she was talking with the, the mother and this, the, young, the young man came through and told his mother, um, why he did it and also discouraged everyone against doing it i'm just like you know said fulfill your role don't do it don't end your life prematurely blah 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 but it was very interesting and you know and the mother after all these years she could finally have closure and um understand why 
this happened, why he did it. Right, yeah, it's just, it's, even the human beings, they were just naturally curious, though, so we always want to know why for everything. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what actually just helps us to just get that answers to what happened. Right. Um, now, you offer also a number of, um, besides being a psychic medium, you also offer a number of alternative services. Could you like tell us about some of these and explain what they entail? Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm an herbalist, I'm a certified herbalist, and I'm a Reiki master teacher and practitioner. Um, what the herbalist is, is the natural alternative um, remedies. Mm. Which isn't really an alternative because we've, we've, this is the medicine that we used to use all the time. Right. For modern day medicine. Right. Um, so basically, you know, it's just medicine that comes from plants. It comes from nature. Um, rather, it comes in like the home of a pill with a plant in it, in the pill. Or, you know, take a tea. That's, that's the most common way that I administer the medicine to people. Um, I shouldn't use it though in the traditional sense though of medicine. It's um, because I'm not a doctor, right. so I have to you know keep that in mind though when I when I talk about the herbalist part. It's the natural alternative res- remedies um, can help though from like hypopressure though or to ease pregnancy symptoms and even help with menopause oh. or um, yes. And um, it can even help, though, like, if you ate too much that day, though, it helps calm the stomach, nice. <laughs> which we all do that, though, yes. right? <laughs> Thanksgiving's coming, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so there's a great remedy for that, <laughs> that's for sure. Um, so there's that. There's a lot of, you know, tea um, can come in the form of what's called the salve, which is kind of like, um, kind of like, a, well, it's plant, though, but it's, it's kind of like the how we put cream on a burn. Mm-hmm. They actually will help with stuff like that as well, too, or even muscle aches, yeah. um, which is amazing to me. <laughs> um, so as far as the Reiki goes, I'm, um, I teach three lineages of Reiki. Mm. Um, as you know, I think there's like 10 or 15 different lineages. I only know three. Um, I got my first master level in 2012, mm-hmm. and that I used to a Tibetan lineage. Um, and then I got Karuna Reiki and I got the Yusui Holy Fire this year. Um, they're all great lineages though, you know, I enjoyed each one of them and I, and, and I actually enjoy teaching each, each three as well too. Um, especially the first two levels because it's, it, I teach it in three levels, mm-hmm. some teach it in four. Um, but the last two levels can be combined. So that's why, you know, we have that option. The first two levels, you know, pretty much the standard. Um, and um, I enjoy teaching that though because people find that the, they have the power already. You're just tapping into it right. when you take the class. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's, it's nice to fish with the new, the newbies, what I call them, though, that, you know, the people that are opening up to spirituality and opening up to Reiki. Um, they find out the different ways that they can use it for. Um, you can make the water that you're going to drink, the, you know, say, so you can get it purified energetically. Though, so because we know that there's so many chemicals going through everything though now, even just water. Um, so it can definitely help, you know, lower that chances of all the chemicals going into our bodies by making the 
using the Reiki to Reiki over the food or over the water. Um, even Reiki ourselves, you know, um, Reiki others as well too. Um, it, it definitely helps. There's, um, the lady that I've been going to, the, uh, she's been in the hospital since earlier this year. And I, try, I go to see her at least once a week to give her Reiki, sometimes two or three, depending on my schedule and what she needs that week. And um, it's, it's, she had, like, really bad thoughts of pneumonia, and she's diabetic on top of it. Yeah. So, yeah. And so, that as we know now, that diabetes all makes things a little bit more complicated in the healing process. Uh -huh. um, so, she's, especially in the beginning, though, she's a lot better now, thank goodness. Um, but she's still not out of the woods yet, but she's better. Um, especially more so in the beginning, it was the only time that she was not in pain. Oh, wow. Because she was so sick. Wow. Um, yeah. So now she's a total believer, though, when she gets well enough, though, she wants to learn to do the Reiki herself now, too. Oh, and she gets well enough, yes. Um, yeah, I saw her earlier today, though. It's the first time her voice actually sounded normal again since mm. she's been sick. Um, so she definitely wants to, you know, do that though when she's done. So, I mean, I also hold, um, a healing circle once a month too, uh, for, well, any kind of energy healing. Um, if you're not the, you know, if you're not a Reiki practitioner, you can still come anyway, um, which is nice. But most of my group though is Reiki practitioners. Um, that happens a lot though. When you teach a certain modality, you tend to attract those people more. Right, right. Uh, so <laughs> it's just the way the balls drop sometimes, though, right? right. Um, so I do that once a month, and it's in all different levels. Some of them just level one. Some of them are master level like I am. Mm -hmm. um, I think one of them also teaches our two. Um, and we learn from each other. We give each other healing. And a lot of times, though, sometimes, you know, messages come through where, you know, we have to be reminded that we need to care of ourselves, too. Right. Yeah, because as healers, we tend to forget about ourselves. That's right. You can't heal others if you're not health, healthy. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So a lot of times well, that's the recurring theme that with the heels, it's like, okay, we got to slow down. We got to make sure we got to rest um, so, so we can better serve others. Right. Also, um, being, being a medium, too, takes a lot of energy as well. It sure can, because it can be emotionally exhausting, mm. um, especially if you keep giving reading after reading in the day. Mm. Definitely those little breaks in between, even if it's just for a couple of minutes or here and there. Okay. So yes, yeah, we definitely have a downtime, and that's a wonderful reminder of that. Definitely. So um, do you have any, um, I know you have your, heal you said you do your healing circle once a month. Do you right. have any other upcoming events or any publications that you'd like to share with us? Yes, I also hold a development circle uh, once a month as well, where people can, you know, work on their gifts, whether it be card readings or spirit communication, psychic work, um, past life readings, Akashic records, whatever people want to work on. It's an open circle for that. Wow. Um, now, this is a psychic circle, psychic development circle? It's, it's a development circle. Development circle? Okay. Right. So, I mean, a lot of times it's the beginners, though, you know, that, that go, that attend one. So, if you're going to hold a circle, I recommend at least one experienced uh, medium of some kind holding the, uh, at least being present or doing the circle um, to guide the newer ones. Um, but even the most experienced ones, though, can still learn enough from the other ones or the new people. 
because uh, it might be a, like you know a different perception or a different way to look at the same thing though to help others understand the same thing um, so I hold that once a month too um, I, I do work various psychic fears um, I'm working one in Wayham this Saturday um, but I if, you know I've been to Newport I've been to Boston though um, to do fairs to give readings um, I always offer private readings though if someone can't make a fair yeah. Uh, or if they just want, you know, more quiet versus, you know, a setting like that where it's it's so public though you always hear like other people speak at the same time. Um, I, there is a magazine, a new magazine, uh, Sophia from, uh, I forget the, the original publisher. Um, it escapes me at the moment, but I've been writing articles, articles for them for once a month for about... Um, I think it's six or seven months now, though. I think my last article will be published in March, if I, if I have it right in my head. Um, so the November issue just came out today, though, so I was excited to see, you know, my name in there, though, with the article. Um, I think this month there was about um, the different spiritual beings that, that we can connect with, whether it be loved ones, guides, angels, elementals even. Um, a lot of times when we forget about the elementals, um, those are the fairies, the trolls, the giants that we learn about in fairy tales. Um, they're real, even unicorns, but they just live on the spirit side, but they're not in the physical level. So we don't see them with the physical eyes. So yeah. we never get that. Yeah. So I've got a few things going on right now. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, thank you. you know, to, to find out, for our listeners to uh, contact you and to find out more information about all the great, awesome things you do, how would they uh, contact you? Um, they can go to my website, uh, Psychic Medium Kathy. Um, Kathy is K-A-T-H-Y dot webs dot com. Mm -hmm. um, they can contact me through my website or, you know, go into my calendar on my site to see where I'll be. Um, or, you know, as always, though, people can always come for a private reading um, they can either call or text me at 508-648-8021, or they can email me at the letters KC, the number 7875 at yahoo.com. Um, the best way to get hold of me is through my website or, or you know, calling or texting me. Um, again, my website is psychicmediumkathy.webs.com. Thank you, thank you, Kathy. It was a pleasure having you on the show tonight. It was wonderful to be on the show too. Thank wonderful. you. Continue doing the great work that you do. Thank you. You're thank welcome. you. Well, everyone, that's all the time we have for today. As always, you can visit awakenedpathonline.com. Again, that's awakened path online.com for show updates, courses, workshops, events, resources, and more. I'm Reverend Candace Nadine Green, and thank you for listening to Awakened Path Radio. Namaste and blessed be.